Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Honestly, just do what we can to stay safe. Got my mask right here. Like, you know, just as much as we can, use our masks, stay safe, stay healthy, you know, and honestly, just pray it doesn't, you know, spread throughout the team. You know, I think we're, a lot of us, we're all doing the right things, you know, trying to do everything we can, but it's wild what's happening. It's unprecedented, but at the end of the day, control what we can control. And just like I said, keep wearing your mask and stay healthy. That's Donovan Mitchell back on December 23rd, talking about what the team is doing to, uh, prevent COVID from spreading throughout the team and postponing games. Irrelevant now because the Jazz are in Denver to play the Nuggets tonight at 8 o'clock. Joe Ingles out for the game. He's the first player from the team to enter the NBA's health and safety protocols due to COVID-19. There are a lot of other guys on the injury report listed as questionable. Some we knew about. Hassan Whiteside, concussion protocols. He's missed some games, so there isn't a surprise there. We saw him get hit in the face. But also, Rudy Gobert left shoulder inflammation. Bojan Bogdanovich sprained left finger, listed as questionable. Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, listed as probable. Yeah? We'll see if anybody else tests positive today, tomorrow. Do we know that Joe tests positive? Health and safety protocols, it doesn't have to be a positive. He's entered the protocols. That's all I've said. It could be that he was exposed to somebody. And they're waiting to see. He could feel 100% fine. The Jazz freed up a roster spot and lessened their luxury tax bill in a trade with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Sends Mie Oni to OKC in exchange for a 2028 second-round draft pick and cash considerations. PK, that could be a deal that lessens the luxury tax bill, but that could be a trade that sets up a two-for-one trade down the line, too. Yeah, but I think it's also to reduce it. It's now down to $30 million. I mean, they bombed on all second-round picks in that draft. Three uh, tries. Guess, uh, Hughes is still on strikes. the team. But, yeah. Uh, oh, was that was Hughes that draft? Hughes wasn't that draft, no. He was not that draft. No. And not that I expect them bombed to hit home two, runs yeah. on Haunt second rounds. But, but it know, looks like an 0 for 3. Yeah, I mean, Dort is out there, and he's one of the players that they're talking about possibly acquiring, and he was a free agent. But... You know, you need to have more hits than misses. And it's like Ainge is living off that Celtic trade. No matter what happened. Wow, I've got Greg, uh, Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. So, I mean, and Dennis Lindsay, hey, you got Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, brother. <laughs> so, Play the hits. <laughs> yeah, and those were smashes beyond belief, really. So, but uh, yeah, Meone wasn't an NBA player. I did. I mean, only for three, it was like just see him back in the on D. You see him in the corner and see yeah. that ball b- bouncing high off the rim. Yeah. So, but uh, they have some flexibility if they need it. But do they do they want to bring back two players and add even more luxury tax? Well, you don't know. Well, they might add luxury more, but they might add less. It depends on what the players are making. There have been plenty of deals where you trade somebody and you get back the guy you want, but you got to take back a bad contract at the same time. What all those numbers add up remain to be seen. I suppose you can't rule out a three for two also, but it seems less likely. Well, I don't think they're going to make a roster move to uh, add somebody unless it's really, really important because they're going to have to give up somebody who's really, really important. important. Donovan Mitchell, NBA Western Conference Player of the Month for December. Averaged 30 points per game, shot 50%. 
Had the five assists, three boards, and a steal per game as well. And I was listening to Fox Sports on the satellite driving in. Outrage! There's a guy in the conference who averaged 30.7 points. That's more by five-tenths of a point. Averaged 9.3 boards. That's six more. Averaged 6.5 assists. That's double. Shot 55% from the field. Better than Donovan. Shot 40% from three. Better than Donovan's 37%. This is a travesty. Yep, there it is. LeBron James did not get it. Well, that hurts. It d- I'm sure it shatters his career. Well, but that's not the point. He's got better numbers across the board. How was the team winning percentage? Six and eight to 12 and two. Dominant for the Jazz. Their only two losses at home. Go figure. Washington and San Antonio. Washington one game above 500. The Spurs suckerino so much that Becky said, forget this. I don't want this crap. I'm going to Vegas. Not exactly (laughs) what she said, but sure. (laughs) That would be an awesome farewell speech in the locker room. Hey. I've had it with you clowns. Well, this team sucks. Why would you want that? You get that, you're just doomed to fire. Be fired. So, should have LeBron won his 41st NBA oh, really? Player of the Month? His 41st? Yes. See how much attention I pay to that stuff. The second <laughs> highest like, total is Kobe with 17. He's dominated. That's an underdeveloped story right there. This guy owns Player of the Month. There's only been two times. In his career, that he hadn't gotten it. There was rookie, uh, maybe it was rookie year. I'm not sure. But that was the one year, a couple years back when he first got the Lakers, he was injured most of the time. So those are the only two years that he didn't pick it up for they at least two, one month. They said two. I don't remember the the first one. The second one was here uh, when he was, you know, he missed a ton of games. He had a hamstring or something. Was it his first year with the Lakers? Right there, obviously didn't make the playoffs. Should. They give it to the individual who has clearly dominant stats. That's better stats, but it doesn't even win percentage. Okay, but is it a team award or an individual award? No idea. Well, I'm asking you a question, brother. <laughs> You're going to have to give an opinion. I'll You're on the clock now. You may offend. Oh, okay. <laughs> then give it to LeBron. I just don't care. <laughs> player of the week, player of the month. Great. Then why have it if you don't care? Because some fan bases, but yet get you into get the it. city thing, and Channel Two runs it on your website like it's a big deal, and you care deeply about that, and you don't care about this. What a hypocrite! Deeply, yes, Channel Two, you guys, they put it, they post it out there, they act like it's a big, big deal. Yes, obviously, deeply with a capital D. <laughs> that would be bad grammar. You can't capitalize the D. Stop. <laughs> Want to know who put it in Alice? That's there what you it did. Is. That's, That's you, school. not me, man. That's old school. <laughs> All right, let's get to more of LeBron's greatness, shall we? Hashtag NBA. Trying to get it to Garland. Morant gets a steal. Morant downhill at Garland. Lays it up left hand and in. Four-point lead. Oh, John Morant read it beautifully. Gets the steal in the bucket. And the Grizzlies lead by four. And bleed to Pascal. Puts it on the floor. Kicks out to Trent. Up top to Freddie. Open look at a triple. Busted. North side three. Raptors by 13. Great extra pass. We've seen it by Barnes tonight. That time it was Gary Trent Jr. They inbound the basketball. They go to Booker over on the far side. Booker in that far corner. Hart there defensively. Out to Biambo. Back to Booker. Three-pointer. Shazam! Line of the Lakers. Looking to take the lead. Got it! 
Highlights from around the association. The Lakers beat the Sacramento Kings 122-114. LeBron taking over in winning time. Last five minutes, he had a couple of big three-pointers. A couple of strong drives to the hoop to build the Lakers' lead up to six. Russell Westbrook hit some free throws. He did not have a single turnover. After having nine turnovers in a game, that turned into quite the story. LeBron finished with 31 points, 10 of them in the last five minutes to make sure the Lakers got a win. They are now a game over 500. Yeah, they showed him, man, against the Mighty Kings. I know, right? (laughs) Did you see him just pumping his chest, staring people down? I watched most of the game, yeah. That was on NBA TV last night. They were all fired up. We we don't have any turnovers. It was the fewest turnovers the franchise has had since, like, 2014. And there is some level of importance in that. Obviously, they took, like, 97, 98 field goal attempts to 83 by the... uh, Kings, because if you don't turn the ball over, obviously you're going to, unless you have a bunch of 24-second violations, you're going to have more shots than you normally would. Each time you have a turnover... You're going to average uh, zero points per possession when you have a turnover, if you want the analytics, right? Yeah. But the thing to do is to break down not just the turnovers, but how many of them live ball, leading to fast breaks the other way, double the trouble. Those are worse, sure. Although, but that doesn't necessarily mean the other team's going to score. And there are no fast breaks anymore. You need to stop saying that. Run out to the three-point line before the other guy gets set. So get get out on the break. That's, on a two-on-one, that, that's if a, you don't have the ball, go to three-point That's line. a dino, dinosaur term. And that's Al McCoy. Now that we're in 2022, he started with the Suns in 1972. 60 freaking years. 50 years. 50 years. It's just amazing. 50, yeah. Yeah, 50. Uh, It's just amazing, man. He doesn't do away games, but uh, still going strong. Born in 1933. And he called a win. Were the Suns at home, or was that the road game? They beat the Pelicans 122. He road games, so he can't. Yeah, 123, 110. (laughs) I already said that. That was a road game? No! No, he does home games. (laughs) Are was you, that him on the call? I don't remember. Yeah, that was him. Okay. Why the hell would I bring it up? Uh, because you <laughs> obsess about Phoenix. I'm not oh, sure I what's know, going I on anymore. I said, that was Al McCoy. Uh, okay. Pay attention. Don't listen. Boy, when is the ballots due for the next City Award? <laughs> Devin Booker, 33 <laughs> points to lead the Suns as they handle the Pelicans. So, did Phoenix play? Yes. Okay. Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant, 26 Devontae point Booker had a good game, you say? Grizzlies over the Cavaliers, <laughs> 110 to 106. <laughs> and the Spurs that you were just talking about, sucking, got blown out by the Raptors, 129 to 104. Fred Van Vliet, 33 to lead Toronto. Jazz scheduled to be at Toronto Friday. That's coming up. And the Knicks handle the Pacers. Julius Randle, 30 points, 16 rebounds in the win. DJ and PK. <laughs> Hashtag NFL. You know, I don't think uh, I said this. I, I would never want a farewell to her. I just think that uh, you know that's that has worked for some guys and been great and, and cool, and I respect that. But um, that's not something that that I, that I want. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want a farewell to her, so hold on to your rocking chairs. Don't buy him gifts. Can you really do it in football? You're only playing eight or nine road games a year. When I think farewell to her, I think. A baseball player, a basketball player going to every park or every arena for the last time. I mean, you can do it. Sure, you can do it. And I agree with him. I wouldn't want that either. I'm just going to ride off. See you. Goodbye. Nothing. 
Hate goodbyes. Wouldn't want that. Just slip out the door. Yeah. Titans expected to designate star running back Derrick Henry to return from injured reserve today. They want him clear to return to the active roster ahead of the playoffs. Will he be back? Will he be 100%? Will he be rampaging through defenses? Because if he is, Titans Super Bowl odds go way up. Washington football team will announce its new name ahead of the Super Bowl. 19 months after dropping its old one, February 2nd. The final eight nicknames, Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Red Hogs, Commanders, Red Wolves, Defenders, and Football Team. What's their motto, you say? You said Armada? Armada. What's their motto? The motto of the Armada. Pigskins, they missed the boat on that one. Team President Jason Wright says the name would not be Wolves or Red Wolves, both of which have been early fan favorites. How about Green Wolves? I think you ought to stick with Red, given the old burgundy and gold there. Wouldn't that be burgundy real Wolves then? Doesn't roll off the tongue. Hmm. Take a little poetic license right there. Uh, the maybe has turned into a definite Baker Mayfield's having surgery, so we won't play the last week. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Florida's second leading tackler this season, Mohamed Deabate. How'd I do on that, Yak? Borderline. He's transferring to the University of Utah. 6'3, 227. He had 89 tackles for the Gators. Started in games each of his three seasons at Florida, including 16 starts over the last two years. And ironically, the Utes' first game next year is in the swamp against the Gators. Hmm. Nah, it looks like a player on paper. We'll see. I mean, they got all excited about that uh, Penn State kid. He never made one tackle. He quit. Uh, so you never really know. But it looks like it's a good addition. It's the second recruiting cycle. The playoff portal. Who do you get? Who do you lose? They lost uh, the Juan Diego kid, uh, Carlton. He put his name in the, in the portal up front. Is it Xavier Carlton? A yep. DN there. Leaders of the college football playoff expected to meet in person on Saturday to discuss potential expansion. They're apparently not fretting over the semifinals that were so lopsided. Broader participation is the goal. Everybody gets a shot. The dream lives on. Although ultimately you may get smoked in a semifinal. Because that seems to be what happens every year. What do you got, Yak? You got some breaking news over there? Uh, I guess it's minor breaking news. Pete Thamel saying that USC is going to hire Michigan's Sean Nua as their new defensive line coach. Of course, the former Cougar. He coached both Aiden Hutchinson and uh, Ojabo, the two-star defensive ends for Michigan. He's moving to SC. So we got one former Cougar leaves as a D-line yep. coach, and another is hired. Vic Soto replaced by Sean Nua. And Soto went to Colorado. Colorado. Good for him. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Time now to welcome Andrew back to the show. Andrew, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? We are doing well. It's a little warmer. It's raining. But that beats colder and snowy, so we'll take it. That's true, yes. It's a, it's a win. And you're back to talk to guys about uh, struggling with their ED. It's time to stop worrying about uh, the embarrassment or whatever and uh, come on in and, and talk to the folks at the Wasatch Medical Clinic. 
That's right. If you're out there uh, listening, frustrated in the bedroom, it could be that you have erectile dysfunction or that just the frequency isn't what it used to be. We help a lot of guys just like you uh, with acoustic wave therapy. It's important to know that Wasatch Medical has two forms of this technology, the only one backed by 50 clinical studies. Basically, you come in for about 10 minutes. Gentle pressure waves go through the skin into the blood vessels. It opens them up, regrows them. That's according to the studies and improves blood flow enough. We can get rid of the erectile dysfunction by improving circulation. And I think the best part is guys are getting off of the pill. So you've been doing this for a while. You've had a lot of patients finish these treatments. Uh, What are they telling you? Well, they tell us how the ED goes away. That's the first thing. And then the end result here is the relationship improves. You draw closer to your significant other. My opinion and kind of what they mention is this has a ripple effect on life. When things go well in the bedroom, they tend to go well outside of the bedroom as well. And you got a special offer if people call right now. Yes. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, guys, uh, we really believe in delivering value. And today is no different. Uh, The exam assessment and blood flow ultrasound with our doctor, it's free. It could be just a chance for you to ask questions, by the way. There's zero obligation. You get a gift that produces immediate results to intimacy. I think you'll love that. And this is pretty cool. Blood work and testosterone. I know guys spending thousands on that. It's totally free today as well. You can call right now, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. Call Andrew right now. Take advantage of that special offer. Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. This is Unripe. Guys are doing a hell of a job. Here's what is great about what George Klepkov said. I love the brutal honesty. I mean, if you can't look at a situation and assess it and, and call it what it is and say what it is, you're never going to improve. If you're constantly putting a Band-Aid on it and say, no, we're, we're in a good spot. We'll just, you know, just give us another year. Just give us, you know, it's a building year, you know, but, but man, next year things are going to be good. Next year never comes around. And when you can come out and make a very clear, very bold, very accurate and very honest statement, that's really kind of the first step to like making change. Unbelievable. Catch Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Kieran. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Zero Res. Zero Res is the only carpet cleaner for a smarter, lasting clean. Zero Res's patented process uses only water to clean, meaning no crunchy carpets and a spot-free carpet that's safe for the whole family. Schedule your carpet cleaning today by calling 801-288-9376. 801-2880 or booking online at zeroresaltlake.com. If you're up north, it's zeroresdavisweber.com. Question of the morning. Are you cool with trading Joe Ingles in an attempt to improve defensively? No! <laughs> you speak for all radio hosts. <laughs> no. Cool with it? No, I'm not cool with it. Do I recognize it has to be done if it improves the team? Yes. I'm cool with it. Cool with it? I'm totally cool with it. That's too much. No. The the whole goal here is to win a championship, and that's all that matters. Scott, on our Facebook page, I love Joe, dot, 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 but yes. That's why I'm cool with it. Dana, I would be sad, dot, dot. 
but doesn't say not to do it. He didn't say he wouldn't come on if he was with another team. True story. That's your big worry. I mean, you're the only reason why you're not cool with it is selfish reasons. That's true story. You're not a fan. Bringing See, my you, bias you, into You it. act like you're a man of the people and you're a fan and you want them side by side. We're in this together. Come join us. We're doing a great job. We have a fun time in the morning and then on the weekends I give you everything you want to know. But really all you're in it for yourself. Guilty. Yeah. You're, you have been exposed. Yep, you there it is. Everybody's buddy that you pretend. Good grief when you quote Charlie Brown. Oh. Well, I can't say bleep on the radio. i got to come up with something else. Well, you could have a little harder edge to you, buddy. i got bad news for you. Mike <laughs> says absolutely no. <laughs> Teresa says no way. And Jeff says no. And Jeremy says no, that won't help. You can't start two six-foot guards and be a good defensive team. Why not? Joe may be slow, but he is big. He isn't the reason for our struggles defensively. He's not? Yeah, but see, if you can find someone that, you know, yeah. like a Brian Russell, who was able, well, not that he could slow Jordan down, but he had the size at least to, you know, make, where he has to push off in order to score. Let's leave it at that. So you'll have to look at the whole package. If they, if they can make the team better, they've got to do it. And they will. Isn't that the, the charge of the management, is to make the team better? The problem that I have is that you, you certainly have no guarantee. Will it be back to where, uh, remember it was uh, four or five years ago, where they didn't have the money or the ability to go get a bunch of great offensive players, so they made a really good defensive team, but that was a team that went out in the first or second round. And then they added really good offensive players, but there's still a team that goes out in the first or second round. Yeah, that's all they've been. So you could make the deal and just go sideways and still be a team that goes out in the first or second round. Yeah, in the short term. But it could be something like, you know, Hornacek by himself wasn't going to get you anywhere. But when you added him to the piece of the puzzle, he was a big-time addition. And really helped them take it to another step, obviously. You know, conference finals, NBA yep. finals. They only went to one conference final before him, and suddenly they went to four with him. Yeah. And won a couple of those. And I mean, the team sucked when he was their best player in Philly, but he comes here. He doesn't have to be. He has to be what he can be, and he certainly was. And then some, obviously. He was a great, great addition. It was a phenomenal pickup. One of the better pickups, if not the best pickup they've had in terms of in-season acquisitions, that type of thing. And so if there's somebody out there, they have to do it. Because, you know, it'd be sad, I get it, because Joe has made himself in just a, it's, it's like a, it's a Hollywood movie type of thing in ways that he's connected with the community. Just beyond really anything that I've ever seen to this level that had a bench guy, basically, he's bounced back and forth, a role player, put it that way, uh, to make that type of connection with the community. There's been no role player who's made that kind of connection. You're going to go to Antoine Carr, but he wasn't here eight years. Nope. Uh, wasn't and didn't do all the things that he's done. And then you factor in a foreign guy, no less. Now, he just speak the language, so that's a little bit mitigated there. Uh, coming in, speaking English, and being able to connect immediately in that way. Uh, and so... And then his wife coming over and doing what she does, and we've like we've celebrated the birth of his children. Like, geez, 
You know, he talks about him every week, or I and the kids, and we joke about it. There's been nobody who's made that connection. So the short term certainly would be sad, but if they're sitting here in June having a parade, it's going to be like, uh, sorry, Joe, thanks. Well, what if it's like a Hornacek deal, too? It's not, the, it's not what makes it work this year, but that doesn't mean it doesn't work down the line. Yeah, there's... But if you Lots got to the options. conference final, that would work yeah. more. Yep. Hornacek, they immediately got there, right? I, I think you're right, yes. But yeah. I have to go back and look. Uh, so that, that's, that improved the team. Ainge's charge is to improve the team. That's isn't that it? Is there any other stuff that he's supposed to do? Improve the team, possibly lessen, lessen the luxury tax, but improve the team. Well, I don't know if he's had that mandate. Yeah, I don't either. And if he has, who am I to complain? It's not my money, and so me expecting somebody to write a thirty million dollar check. <laughs> Why don't you write that check? Yeah. I don't have to write it. If uh, he, well, I bring it up because of the Miami trade. Well, if he's told to do yeah, that, but that's a no-brainer. That kid yeah. wasn't going to help he's you. He's not go going anywhere, anywhere. right? Somebody so, wants him, and you get a second-round draft pick down yeah, the line. I don't somewhere. think anybody wants him. I think he's going to be released. But uh, they just going to—it's a cheap. It's a seventeen-thousand-dollar acquisition. I read it for Oklahoma City to get a second-round pick, and it's way cheaper. They don't know if they'll hit on it, but they don't have to necessarily hit on it. They can use it for a trade bait down the road themselves. Uh, so that was what that was. He's not an NBA quality player. I didn't even realize he was still on the team, really, or where, what his status was. So that was that was a no-brainer because they had to be guaranteed his salary here by Friday or something, whatever the rules are. Uh, so we might see some more of that around the league. So we we understand if you can reduce it painlessly, of course we're going to reduce do it. it. Uh, and that's what they just did. But if Ryan Smith says we need to get below this figure here, I'm not going to criticize him. You have to be financially responsible, and it's a, it's a business. So it's about making money, uh, for sure, at least maintaining or not losing $30 million. Wow, that's shocking. That's life-changing money beyond belief, For at least for me it would be, and for most of us I think it would be too. But for now, Angel's charge, and along with Jay-Z, is to make the team better and make the team as as uh, good as it can be. And I think they're going to do it. I've, no one has told me that. I don't have any personal information. I'm not reporting that. But I believe they're going to they're gonna do something. And he is most likely. There's a big story on the ringer that highlighted the Jazz's defensive uh, deficiencies out on the perimeter. We've talked about it at length. But they, and now with these stories, you know, everything's online, obviously. You can insert videos so they could literally show you how it all went wrong. Yeah. Instead of us telling you and you have yeah. to imagine or recall the moment in the game. Yeah. And you can see guys, particularly in the Golden State game, guys just blown by people left and right and getting to the basket. And so if you can get one more d- good defender, you talk of the Brian Russell role, to go with Royce O'Neal, does that get you closer? Okay, there's two guys that we can do a much better job of staying in front of. Because obviously they can sacrifice offense for defense on the perimeter. Their offense is great. And Joe is probably the least important offensive player when the team is there together. Now he takes on a much more important role when, when somebody goes misses, out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that, that could be a blow because who's to say that that couldn't blow up on you and all of a sudden you got two, one or two guys injured again and you really need Joe and what he can provide. If Conley has a hamstring issue in a big playoff game and Joe isn't there to step into the starting lineup, it could sting. Yeah, it's a easy lot. to see. 
So that's why it's a gamble. If it wasn't a gamble, well, then you would do it, of course. <laughs> and then it'd be a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, but that's not the way these things work out. Uh, that's, what, that's what makes it fun. That's why, in a large degree, sports radio exists. I'm not paid to first guess. I'm just paid to second guess. Ah, the first guessing can be fun, though, too. Sure. But, that's what we're doing right now. But we're just evaluating. But we don't know who's coming And back. everybody has right. an opinion. Should you do this? Should you do that? And, and uh, the great Larry Miller understood that completely as he got older. He talked about that. You know, criticism, as long as it's fair and it's not cheap shots and whatnot, personally, that that just means people are into your program and your, to your team, and that's what you want. And that's the fun part. I mean, nothing about this is personal. I mean, these are fine people. I don't you know, don't know them really that well as far as that goes. Talked to Ainge a million times over the years when his kid was playing in Provo. So uh, by all accounts, they seem to be great people. Uh, but that's the fun part. And I, I think they get they get Justin Zanuck and Danny Ainge. These guys have been around a long, long time. They understand. I mean, Kevin O'Connor used to be bugged when I'd say, freaking O'Kerr, couldn't, you need a shot blocker. He told me. But, I mean, he understood. It's just my opinion, and it's just talk, and, and those guys. And, and they certainly get enough praise for the great things that they do, and they're in those positions because they've done enough great things. That's why they've got these positions to begin with. So they've established themselves as being highly qualified to do the jobs that they're doing. But that's the fun, fun part of it when you speculate on all these trades. And, and, and it's great that if Joe were to be traded, it would be a significant blow to the community. Because that means there has to be an intense relationship there in the first place. Cameron Post, two weeks ago, I would have scoffed at this. The past few weeks have been rough to watch. He just seems extra slow on D and his shot is non-existent, it feels like. I love him. I have his jersey. But as a Jazz fan, whatever gets is a championship. I can't believe I just said yes. That goes to your point right there. There's a fan who loves him, who's bonded with him, trying to wrap his mind around it. Yeah, I could see myself buying a Joe, Joe Engels jersey. Honestly, in, in all sincerity. Uh, there's, just, there's been two players in the history of this franchise that I've connected with. One, Joe and Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not surprising because those would be the two easiest guys to connect with. Yeah, they allowed you to be connected to them. And I loved Letter Carrier. I loved what, what's it, what moves he going to be in today. And <laughs> it was fun. Absolutely fun. The guy was one of a kind. And he was a great, great ball player. I saw a stat the other day. Most uh, points over 30 at age 36 or older. And Malone was right there. I can't remember the number. But obviously he had a phenomenal run. And, and, and you know, he was born to be 6'9", obviously. Uh, but other than that, I mean, he was self-made. He got to where he got through work. Yeah. It's like, I appreciate Paul Millsap when he was here, too. I loved his style. And he got to where he got through work. And, and, that, that, and both of them, ironically, went to the same college. Uh, so I appreciate that. Uh, and then I found out later in life that John Crotty and I were born in the same hospital in Jersey. So that, that's, <laughs> that's a personal connection. Your list of connections is growing. <laughs> Yeah, but those guys didn't love me back the way the other two have. Uh, so that's just my own. Per- that's like my fan one-way connection. You know, none of the uh, 
Crotty, Millsap, or Malone wouldn't have any clue who I am. Although when they did that Sports Century thing, for some reason they asked me to go down and talk about Malone. And it was down by Old Mill Golf Course, which is close to my home. So I figured, what the heck? Sure, I'll do it. I, I, I don't know why in the world they asked me to do it. I have no idea. You were a Tribune writer in that era. You were around the team. Yeah, but I was not the beat guy by any stretch. I mean, is he, yeah, okay, to a degree I was. But if you're going to have the least likely dude to be in those, then that, uh, and what, you know, they do a first class deal. I know you were in it, and but you're everybody's friend, so that was no big surprise. I think but, they interviewed a lot of media people because when you're doing those things, you get it. And if somebody says great, something great, you use it. And if it turns out you don't have anything to add, mm, so what? Cutting room floor never sees the light of day. Right. No risk. But why me? Why? Because you might add something. If you don't, cutting room floor. I, I know, but where did I even get my name in the first place? I shouldn't have even been on the list. I'm sure when Malone and and what was his wife's name? When uh, Kay. Kay, yeah, when she watched it, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I went, to, I went in there. Uh, it's in that was at that little business uh, center area. Oh, there's a. Market Street, when you make the curve on 215 and go from going south to, to west. Yeah, 6200 Right over there. Yeah. yeah. And when I walked in there, they were wrapping up with McCowan, the longtime strength guy. I know he looked at me like, what, what are you, are you a production guy here? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I got the look like, why are you here? He probably had seen my face somewhere around. Somewhere, but I doubt he knew who I was. I have no idea why I'm here, but they asked me to come, and it was <laughs> close to my home. And what the heck? It was a summer day because I think we we did it in like July or yeah. August, and uh, so yeah. And then the red light went on, and I went into my uh, blowhard uh, character that has worked so well. And and then when they released it, I was on it. Uh, so I think I got a copy of it at home. They may have sent me a copy. Uh, years from now I'll watch it when I'm losing my teeth and all that stuff uh, but Joe has made just a phenomenal connection and it would be a community blow but I could see why a team would want him he's got an expiring contract and if nothing else that can help and he can make shots I, I'm not worried about his shot not falling right now that's like today We've seen this with him a million times. Yeah. There's cold stretches. There's hot stretches. It's how shooters work. I don't think he's lost the ability to shoot. That, that just doesn't seem possible he's to me. He's in a cold stretch, so his percentage has dropped all the way down to 38%, which plenty of people are trying to get up to 38%. Yeah, I'm not really worried about that. And he's just like the other game. He still had six assists, didn't he, in the last game against uh, the Pelicans? In fact, I actually think it's good. Have your shot be off when your team wins. Because he can't be on all the time, right. and they might need you in Denver. Well, he's not going to play in Denver, so that's not well, a good example, we get your but, point. Right. Uh, yeah, he's going to be, his shot is going to come back. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't get, if you want to say he's slower on defense and he's an, uh, uh, a problem there and he's hurting you, all right, I can, I can listen to that argument. But him missing a few shots here and there, even three or four games, oh, okay, well, that, that happens. I mean, Mitchell was phenomenal. Who they beat uh, the other night? Uh, was it Minnesota? Minnesota, and, yeah. and then the next night, he couldn't buy a bucket. That's the nature of how that stuff goes. 
What I want to see is the next night, if you've got the ball and it's a two-point game and you've been having an off night, that you make a shot or you make a three. That's I really, really enjoy that. Because when the thing is the proverbial as big as the ocean, well, sure, of course you can do that. You got it going on. That, that's great. These are NBA guys. And you expect that. But what I love is when it's not happening for you, that you still have enough fortitude to will that putt in the hole, so to speak, like we saw Tiger do for a decade. You know what I mean? It just seemed like, yeah, he was a great putter, but didn't it seem like it was his will that got the ball in the, in the cup in the first place? It's just, I mean, the guy was just incredible to have the concentration and the wherewithal to be in the moment. And we've seen the great ones do that. They're not hitting very well, but, man, they hit a big shot. That's, that's when you know you got something. And I believe Joe can do that. So they would miss his shooting if he were to go. Tiger pointing at the ball in the playoff at the PGA. As the that's an iconic rolls moment. In. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. That's, that's when you know you got him. Michael says, The loyalty the Jazz have shown to certain players in the past has hampered our ability to win championships when we otherwise might have. Joe Ingles needs to go. I don't think it has. Who are you talking about? Who? What loyalty? Which player did they hang on to? I mean, they held on to the statues until John left, and then, and then we know Carl went and did what he did, and that was mutual. But they weren't going to win the championship those years. No. And then really, though, but when you look at it, and tonight they're retiring. It's, it's a, a great timing on that, uh, reading that, because tonight Dallas is retiring Nowitzki's jersey. All right. No-brainer. Right, And I think they've got the game before the Jazz game. And I'm sure that's why they chose it. Uh, I don't even remember who they're playing. Uh, I think they might even be playing the Warriors. Uh, And so they're going to retire the jersey, right? He is clearly Mr. Maverick. We'd all agree on that. Best player in franchise history. Same type of deal with Joe, uh, with a foreign player coming in and connecting with the community. Now, obviously, he had a better career, longer career. But the point I'm making is they sucked at the end. So should they have launched the rebuild two or three years earlier? They certainly could have. Of course, then maybe you don't get Doncic. But they let it play out. They did. The Lakers let it play out with Kobe. Ran that all the way to the end, yes. Right. So that's not an unusual circumstance to let it play out all the way to the end. Right? It, it does happen to where you, know, you got your Olajuwon and Ewing bouncing around two or three different teams. Uh, my childhood hero, Willie Mays, the Giants shipped him off to the Mets and he was stumbling in the outfield in the World Series at 42. Uh, so, and there's all, it, 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 there's stories of those guys. Emmett Smith playing for the Cardinals. When I, not, not the Cardinals of today, the pre-Kurt Warner Cardinals. Oof. They sucked. <laughs> right? And so those I'd things. I actually forgotten about Emmett with the Cardinals. Yeah. Lock that out. Right, right. But it did happen. Oh, it did, yeah. So it does. You can go both ways on that. That starts a rebuild faster, but it doesn't necessarily win a championship. I'm trying to think That's who, true. who in 97 or 98, because they tried to make trades that didn't go through, and then who could they have dealt off the Boozer team that would have brought somebody back that would have got them past the Lakers of that era? The That's Boozer team. Yeah. I like it. It's now the Boozer team. Do Will and Boozer. Okur and I don't know. Let's ponder that. Ponder that during the break. <laughs> DJ and PK coming up at 8 o'clock. 
Riley Jensen, our college football insider, will join us to put a wrap on the season and look ahead to next year. Andy Bailey covers the NBA for Bleacher Report. We'll run all this trade stuff by him at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. Frank Dolce right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Looking ahead to next season, Tavian Thomas, let's just assume he's back. Cam Rising's back. You do lose one of the best defensive players that's ever played at the University of Utah, Devin Lloyd. But the scene does seem to be set for this team to be really good again next year, don't you think? This is a football team that has significantly fewer question marks heading into 2022 than they did in 2021. With that in mind, with what looks like a staff that should still be intact, and with some terrific young players who really performed well this year. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in the South, but I think it's still a conference and a division that Utah can dominate, especially this coming season. What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com The John Watson Chevrolet High School Player of the Week Award is presented weekly to the top prep boys and girls basketball players in northern Utah. This week's winners are Alex Trussell and Nixon Ardenia from Morgan High School. See why new and used car buyers give John Watson Chevrolet more five-star reviews than any other Chevy dealer in Utah. John Watson Chevrolet, your five-star Chevy dealer. You know, this is Hotel California. It's an iconic tune, and the music was written by Don Felder. And Don Felder, you know who he taught to play guitar? Tom Petty. Tom Petty was a little rascal running around in Gainesville, Florida, where ironically, where the uh, Utes open their season next year. So Way to bring it together. all together. <laughs> and they're getting a linebacker <laughs> transferred just, in from Gainesville. They just brought a co- linebacker yeah, in from Gainesville. But how about that? In Gainesville, and I think Felder was a few years older, and he was working at a, uh, a music store, and he didn't get money. He got store credit for working there. And he's like 16, 17 years old, and he would buy or he'd get uh, instruments and, and play them. And, and Petty came in as a few years younger. Tom Petty's gone now, unfortunately. And he taught him, taught him how to play guitar. Man, that worked. Get some residuals. Tom Petty obviously like, went on to a long rock and roll career. Yes. I get 1% of everything you earn going forward, kid. And he was also set up with, uh, speaking of Felder... Uh, the Allman brothers were from that area, as were the dudes who formed Leonard Skinner. We think of Motown in the Detroit area, obviously, all sorts of incredible music that came out of there. But little old Gainesville. It is little old Gainesville, really. It's had a it's uh, not a big town. It's a college a, town all the way. A huge uh, impact, particularly on that particular genre of rock and roll. A nugget for the people. I was on a flight recently. Or went through uh, the documentaries on the screen. You know, the airlines provided a little video thing there on uh, Delta, and there was a there was the thing Jimmy Carter, rock and roll president, and it turned out that he had a lot of these Leonard Skinners. What made you think like, he was tight with Leonard Skinner, and they did stuff for him? There was no person who was Leonard Skinner. Uh, the band. <laughs> Hence, they did stuff for him. And so there were, there were multiple things. They had, and also a bunch of jazz musicians did, too. They had, like, concerts on the lawn at the White House, all kinds of stuff that wouldn't happen now. Well, for good. I'm reasons. glad he was known for something good. Yeah. I had Jeez. no idea. 
All right, we were talking Joe Ingles. We got a lot of uh, feedback, people weighing in here. Odds on this happening, pretty good. Not 100%, but for the reason Joe said, he's got an expiring contract. I think Joe is well aware of it. Oh, yeah. And I think he's I think in retrospect, himself. he was more aware of it last summer when he talked to us about it uh, than certainly than I was at the time. Maybe you were. Uh, when we talked to him about it last week, I think everybody was aware of it at that point. And you're right, preparing himself. I think he's almost resigned to the fact. Doesn't like it, so he would put the number closer to 100%. Doesn't like it, but sees his contract situation, and he brought this up with us, and wherever you get podcasts, you can go back and listen to it. It's available in all, all sorts of services. Uh, he talked about, I'm the guy on the team that's got a pretty big number that's got an expiring contract. The other guys with pretty big numbers who are in his ballpark don't have expiring deals. And it's a business, and he knows that that ups the odds on him way more. Not right. that something couldn't happen with somebody else. I mean, it could, but it's not nearly as Well, likely. I think it would be Joe 1, bogey 2. And that's it. Because they won't trade Gobert and Mitchell. I don't think they would, but if you can get somebody better. But you're yeah, not, but get you're not going to. It's just not realistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Conley makes a lot of money and is older and his hamstring issues. That would be a risk. And he just re-signed. Yeah, and he just re-upped. Yeah. Uh, and who Cl- else? Clarkson or Royce. Go through the, go through the rotation. That, that's who else is out there. No, I don't see it. And that's why it's probably Joe. Or Bogey. If you want more scoring. Better offensive player than Joe. Doesn't have the expiring contract. Uh, Joe can give you more, uh, more diversified game. He'll never take as many shots as Bogey, uh, but he's a better passer. Obviously, he's a better creator for other folks. We know that, and so I can see that. And maybe they, maybe that's depending on the quality of player that they can get back. That that could be something. I wouldn't necessarily rule that out. Or they just say, hey, like, man, we feel like we've got the group here. We're going to ride this thing out. And then just look to the skies and hope for good fortune with injury situations. I mean, we can say all we want. Uh, Conley was out or hampered and Donovan was playing on a whatever. I don't know. We just keep building that up. And he went for 39-9-9. To me, that's ridiculous. But people want to make excuses for why they didn't win. Makes them feel better. Uh, but we don't know that if they would have had complete and total health that they would have gone all the way. We just assume that. <laughs> we do not know that. There's a lot in the media here could just can't come to the reach the conclusion. You know, they didn't win because they weren't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know you didn't win? Because you were the third best team. Yeah. And so that uh, that could have been very, very well would have happened. I don't know. But certainly, I want to see everybody at their full strength, and then let's go see what happens. I don't care what the situation is. I mean, I that's probably the one thing you won't get. Uh, sure, but probably I want to, won't get I want to see enough of it. Oh, I get it, and and as close to full strength as possible. You hate mm-hmm. it when one team's decimated and it wrecks what would have been a good series. Potentially, we don't know that. No, we don't. We will not, and we won't know till we get to May and June. Yeah. So I think they're the good thing is I think they're dealing from a position of strength because they, I think they have a pretty good a, a pretty good team, 
and I think they can give if it turns out to be they're the third seed, I think they can give either of those two teams ahead of them a great series and possibly even win. It's to me, it's not like wow, they got no shot here. I know, they're but aren't, desperate. Aren't, aren't most people past though? You want to give them a great series? Are most people? Yeah, sure. Well, I think you're always past that. I mean, you you want to no the Utah fans are not running around. We gave Ohio State a great game. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's you, you don't want to get blown out. And I and I think for for the, U, the Utah fans, it was about the old the entire experience that leads. I went and got my hair cut from someone today uh, yesterday. She's a big Ute fan. I told her she canceled uh, sold Cowboy tickets to make sure she went there, and she said. I, even though my team lost, I had a great time. And she looked at me and she says, it's about entertainment, isn't it? I said, well, yeah, that's what I've been talking about for 20 years <laughs> on the radio. To me, it's always about entertainment. Was I entertained? I was wildly entertained in that Rose Bowl. So you can come away feeling pretty good about that. But if you went to five Rose Bowls, maybe the six, you'd be beyond being entertained. But for the first one, everybody thought it was awesome. Yes. And the first couple of years, the Jazz were in the playoffs when they won in the first round and lost to a team that we all recognized, oh, well, Golden State's going to win the title. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston is, if they don't win the title, they're the second best team in basketball. That was a different so move. Everyone is beyond the Clippers series. Giving them a e- good series. Right. Even with the, uh, there were injuries and they weren't healthy, there was way more disappointment after the Clippers series. You're not series. paying $30 million in luxury tax to give somebody a good series. Exactly. There you go. All right, DJ and PK coming up next to football, to college football, our college football insider. Riley Jensen joins us next, and we will look ahead for all the local teams to next season. And we got a Utah Jazz free agent signing. Bum, bum, bum. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.